The sun came out and the sky's clear and the rain came down on top of me. When he entered me, he told me, spread the word of stuck in this purgatory. You build it and they will come. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that from the Field of Dreams? No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the Righteous Gemstones. I've been watching that TV, the TV series. I have no idea. You've never it heard is. it. It's the new John Goodman one that's on like Netflix or whatever. I thought you just pulled that right out of your ass. Oh, was that convincing? That was amazing. Ah, uh, we got a new money-making scheme then, boys. <laughs> oh my god did you know that was coming Adrian uh, I, he was talking about it but I didn't know that was coming I hinted because of the, the things going on in his life I was like I just want to make sure we're cool so you know how many times in the bathroom did you rehearse that you know what here? it was twice on the way up because I was feeling good <laughs> there's all that crystal meth you smoked <laughs> or the butt stuff Hunter does in the back oh, I'm the king of butt stuff Welcome back, Purgatories, to Stuck in This Purgatory. I'm Chase, and joining me, as always, is Hunter. Wakanda forever! <laughs> and Adrian. Hello. And we have a lovely special guest again, for your listening pleasure, the lovely Minder. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to Purgatory. I'm so excited to be here! <laughs> we are so glad you're here, guys. All the listeners listening out there, we are super excited about Bender, but I know you by Melinda, but I'm so, so excited to talk about the crazy shit that you have experienced in your life. Like butt stuff? Mostly butt stuff. <laughs> Mostly butt stuff. We have we have some listeners who do actually care about the butt stuff, guys, all right? So just, it's a cult following. You yeah. know, it's it's small, but it's a cult following. It's my favorite part. Yes. Some people like Hunter. It's, it's more some. modernized these days. You know, if this was like 30 years ago, man, we would have been hung. <laughs> <laughs> Put him on a stake. Burn. Burn the heretic. All right, well, welcome on to the show, Minder. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Good. We are excited to have you as well. Um, she has a YouTube channel. It's the Nightmare Nocturne. Uh, it sounds like she hasn't been doing it for a while, but you're thinking about maybe getting back into it? Maybe. I mean, life's been pretty busy, but like we really took off when we did it for only a couple months. And, like, people... It was awesome. Thank you. A lot of people keep asking about it, and I'm just like, uh, maybe I might go solo. I don't know. We'll see. For you. We get it. It's, you know, we're, we're in the same boat. Life is crazy for us and having the full-time jobs and everything, trying to get this taken care of on the side. It's still been fun, though. We do love it. We yeah. do love it. I mean, that's why we're still doing it, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Yes. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, so the reason we have you on here is because it sounds like you have a plethora of paranormal experiences in your life. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about some angels and demons today. Yeah. Well, before we start the show today, though, we do have some corrections from Oscar, uh, our lovely British listener who corrects us on everything we do, which we love it. <laughs> do we? We have some corrections here. If you guys remember the uh, Gloucester part that we were laughing about, it's apparently pronounced Gloucester. No. No, I no. don't believe it. 
It's not Gloucester. Gloucester. It's Gloucester. Gloucester. I'm I'm still probably butchering it. So I'm I apologize, Oscar. <laughs> I'm a white American. <laughs> no, you're a white Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty bad at that. Um also we we were saying Guildford is Guilford. So Yeah, I can see that. Guilford. We, Corrections. We, we kinda messed it up. Yeah. We're I mean, right. Hey, to be fair, there's only two corrections in this, so we kind of did okay. Yeah. Hey, look at us. <laughs> we have a C or, or a C plus. Yes. One day we will take uh, lessons, speech lessons, and we will get our British accents down. And maybe we can even sound like, I don't know, some famous person. No. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck that little redhead. Wow. <laughs> I struck a chord. <laughs> I have offended talk Chase. About, talk about someone who just got laid based off of an acoustic guitar. Fuck you. That's literally <laughs> all of music, basically. You know what? Don't just attack kidding. me right now. I am I'm on sorry. a high horse. Sorry. I'm saying my facts. Right. Let's get in this fucking episode. Yeah, Jesus Mender, we, we're here to talk about you and all your glory. Now, just a little backstory on on how I know her is we. You my were mom, my real estate agent. Yeah, real estate like, agent. For yeah, two houses. Yeah, you were my fun fact. You were my very first closing I ever. I know. And it happened to be that we closed on a haunted house. Oh. And that's partially why we're talking today. And I've been waiting for years to talk about this in detail because we've discussed it over the years. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know half the shit that you're going to tell us today. And it's, guys, it's fucked up. This this house, I personally walked in only a few times and we spent like alone time there as we were touring it and whatnot. And it's terrifying. And I felt a demonic spirit, something evil lived in that house. And you had to kick that that evil spirit out. Oh no, it's it was still there it when was still I there? it was still there when I, see, I, I thought you'd gotten rid of no, it. No, that thing would not go away. Like I cursed it and everything. Like, no, I don't know. Oh my know. god, I want to talk about this. Yeah. It was intense and traumatizing. Maybe Schwan has a buddy. Yeah, I'm sure he has several buddies that are out. It's it's the whole Fort Martello, Army of the Dead. Hey, him and your mimic are just trying Don't to be bring friends. my mimic into this. No, we're going to okay? talk it into we existence. Are cool. The mimic lives. <laughs> Chase has a mimic, if you didn't know All that. right, oh, anyway, yeah. so you guys know how these episodes go. Um, we have a list of questions, so we'll try and keep it on track, but we want to hear all the juicy details that you have. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So okay. the first one, how long uh, have you been experiencing paranormal events? So it definitely really... Mm, technically it started before I got the house because I ended up going to a haunted graveyard in California, San Diego to be exact. And that's when I got an amazing ghost orb picture. Um, we went on a ghost hunting tour and at the end it was like El Campo Santos. And um, by when we were done with the tour, I wanted to go back and look at the graveyard because there was like a lot of creepy shit there. And one of the things that I was really interested in was the grave digger's grave. It was like his last grave that he dug. Ooh, interesting. And yeah, yeah. And I'm all taking pictures, multiple pictures. Like my my hands are nowhere near the camera. And as I snapped this last picture, something like touched the back of my arm. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's never happened to me. So like my panic mode set in and I took off. Like I fucking ran the fastest I've ever done and I'm not gonna do that again. But when I did it, I was like, he's here. (laughs) (laughs) So I ran all the way down to the bar at the end. My friend's like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, it touched me. She's like, what? And I was like, look at this picture. Oh, my God. The the picture (laughs) itself is terrifying. Without the orb, it's so creepy. Yeah, right. And so, like, that was, like, my real first experience. But, like, when I moved into this house, that's when, like, a lot of it, like, it's it's there. Like, it it sucked. See, this is why I don't go to cemeteries. It's just you're bringing something bad home. Cemeteries 
are my favorite. Like, it's so quiet and everything. Uh, I've never really spent time in a, like, I mean, military cemeteries, like, when I'm at a funeral or something, but never, like, an actual, like, what I would believe is a haunted cemetery. Not like this picture looks like. Nothing like that. I've never seen something like that. Yeah, no, I, I went to the Idaho Springs one not too long ago, and, like, you know, I'm taking pictures because it's beautiful up there. But there was, like, something following me. Like, I was in a vulnerable state, and there was something following me. My aunt's, like, there's something staying really far back. And I felt it, too. And so we had to, like, shoo it away. But then it didn't come. But I was starting to get really sick. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this walk. But uh, Go ahead, Adrian. You want to say <laughs> Yes. A quick KFA fact check. Uh, down in San Diego, El Campo's uh, cemetery that you went to, mm-hmm. it's one of the oldest cities that they could track people actually living there. So they have such a wide range of hauntings over there in San Diego. So I could totally believe a ghost or being over there in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Dates back 9,000 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so nice when Adrian doesn't have to be like typing away in his computer the whole time while we're talking about shit. Yeah. (laughs) We have somebody else to be like, hey, fun fact. And then KFA could add that fun fact. I I will say another fun fact about that cemetery is like they literally drove the road over the highway over that cemetery. Oh, bad idea. Yeah, totally. So like when you were in the street, you'd see these little markers that say gravesite. Oh, bad idea. Yeah, so we were all afraid to walk onto graves, but the whole freaking thing was a graveyard. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Well, cemetery. Do you know the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery? Graveyards attached to a church. Yeah. So cemeteries are just like just plots, plots of, of land. land. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. You yeah. learn something new every day. Can I get a Can I get a ding? The more you know. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I messed up on the first one, so I'm like, I'll put them in later. Redeemed. <laughs> Redeemed. So let me ask you this before we move on to the next question. My my personal question: Do you think you've ever brought back a spirit from visiting these cemeteries slash graveyards? Uh, not the cemeteries or graveyards, but okay. definitely that house, and not necessarily me. My okay. kid, my youngest. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah. Dudes, you, uh, you two are in for a how, treat. How old's the kid? Oh, he's uh, about to be 15 right now. Prime time. Oh, yep. hell yeah. But it was like, how old was he during the haunting? Oh, gosh. He was like seven or so. I don't know. Ooh. Like, it was, yeah. It was like, I'm talking full on tears shit. Like, this brings me back to the TikTok video with the girl. The one I was doing? Yes. Yes. Those, I, I, I believe it, guys. I really do. Kids have an untapped potential where they can communicate with spirits more than we can. They still have like their childhood magic, you know, something like, like that. Yeah. It all goes wild. back to the quantum theory. Oh, we're not getting into that. Okay. Just okay. My favorite. Well, the one thing that I keep thinking about, and I can't remember if I've told this story actually on the podcast or if I just told it you two. Um, when I was going up to school in Montana, uh, one of the doormates that I had um, was Native American. He was full on, and he had a, a story about how. Um, his dad and his uncle and someone else were out dicking around near a gravesite, and the dad was the one who was doing all the shit, and the uncle and the other guy was like hanging back, like this is a bad idea. The entire drive home, it was he said it was about a three hour drive from wherever they were going back to their house. The his uncle and his friend or whatever could see a black shadow following them the entire time. Holy shit! And the dad couldn't see or feel or anything. They didn't want to say a word to spook him. Huh. I mean, that's that's just the brief overture of the story. But huh. I mean, that's that's what's bringing me bringing me back to right now. Could you imagine? I mean, you're driving along, doing like seventy miles an hour in Montana, and like you see this fucking shadow dude just like cruising next to you. It's just the energy from your body. It's just Riverdale. Manifesting Why do you always have some sort of? It's fucking true. Oh my god, Albert Einstein wrote it. So, so it has to be true, right? Exactly. 
know most of his theories. About okay, I won't, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I won't go deep into it. Never oh mind. My goodness. I think Adrian just puts on a mask because outside of the podcast, he's very like, oh, I don't want to go there. That's too scary. But when he gets into this fucking microphone, he's all, he's all, I am the king of the paranormal. This is Nothing his is safe true. space. This is his, no, this is his like confidence space. <laughs> he is overly confident. Why go find something you don't want to find? Schwan, come down here and, and humble this man. That's why we're doing this. Humble this man right now. All right. So the next question we have for you is what type of events have you experienced? Okay. So this house that Hunter sold me, like it was actually my neighbor's house, the childhood house that I grew up and it was in a, you know, the three brothers had it after the parents passed. So we got it for like super cheap in Green Mountain, $150,000 in like 2014, which was amazing. Right. But we bought it as is, which meant 50 years of hoarding crap. And the gentleman, the youngest brother, was he the middle or youngest? He was the youngest. Youngest. He was still living and basically squatting in the house. He wasn't paying anything. The oldest brother was paying all the utilities and such, right? He was ready to sell, right? Oh, yeah. He's the one that I was in contact with. And so we basically, I mean, you basically bought it from underneath him in a way. Yeah, but it took a lot of extortion and like we had to put it in a new toilet and like scrape off some like lead paint and stuff while he's living there. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't have trash service, so there was so much trash, and there were so many raccoons. He refused Whoa. to move. He and 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 correct me if I'm wrong. And he lived in the basement, like the far corner room of the basement. Yeah. Did he? Am I remembering this right? He had like locks on the inside and outside of the door. Yeah, it was like three or four. Like he locks. locked himself in and mm-hmm. out. Like no one could get him in, and no one could get him out. Yeah, I, and it never made sense to me. And when you would step into that room. Sucked, yeah. No, um, it sucked, yeah. Yeah, no. It um, there was a lot of negative energy there too. These the a lot of alcoholism and a lot of physical fights, and actually one of the brothers was my godfather, and he ended up committing suicide, but not in the house. It was like uh, somewhere up in the mountains. Um, yeah. So did not know that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I moved in there. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm familiar with the Green Mountain area, and it's a, a lot of that uh, Hutchinson-style homes. Like It's a ranch-style home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, th- there's several different kind of that Hutchinson-style, yeah. but yeah. they're all just creepy to begin with. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of weird, like, back rooms and weird corners and things. Cement laundry yes. rooms. Tell me about weird things that you found, and, and I'm trying to provoke some of the weird stuff that we had found and when you got him out. Tell me some of the weird shit that you found that he had. Really? Can this be, like... It's not PG thirteen. It's like R. Oh yeah. I mean, I want. <laughs> oh, We've already it, talked it, about butt stuff. It's oh, too yeah, late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, like there was just so much crap, like hoarded, like just pointless stuff. Um, there were so many VHS videos. Uh, there, my favorite was all the porn mags. Like, it's <laughs> a vintage porn. <laughs> literally, I still have them because yeah, collectibles. Probably worth money. Oh whatever. yeah, hell yeah. Um, but like there was the poster board where one side was all family members, and you turn around and titties. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah! Like Adrian were, says, they tits. were they were cutting it out of the the Playboys and glued it on there. It was weird. What a what a bummer! What a waste of a good Playboy. Seriously, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, there was like even in that brother's room. Do you remember the paper towel rack above his bed? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah, that was there. I don't remember. I just remember something weird with his <laughs> like, bed. During oh, the day, was... it's, during the day, it's family, and during the night, it's like let's just flip this around real quick. Uh, ah, there was the a lotion. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has a paper towel rack right there. I need this rapid, <laughs> rapid fire, rapid fire, rapid fire. <laughs> Clean up my mess. <laughs> yeah, there was a Let hole the in the mattress. Let the demons come out. <laughs> there was a. 
Adrian's on one. He's he's on his own world, guys. Can't I'm glad to world. see Adrian coming out of his shell. I know this is it's great. The porn. So, I mean, am I assuming the hole is what we think it's for? Yeah. What? Is, okay. There was a hole in the match. <laughs> oh yeah. It was like perfect. You know. Nice. Perfect distance. <laughs> nice. 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 Wow, that got Adrian. Yeah, really in the did. Really I didn't him. even think about it. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh totally. my god. Right over my head, and then and then you said it again, and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's that's to like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Like make pizza or something. <laughs> you just need the bread, baby. Need the bread. Used, okay, we would get off of that. Have you seen the TikTok trend where where the guy like puts a perfect hole in the peanut butter and he's like, "Hey, can I?" His buddy asks, "Yes, can yes. I get uh, some peanut butter?" And he he opens it up and he's like, uh, oh, yes. "Never mind." <laughs> and the guy's like, "What's the problem? What's the problem?" <laughs> so this guy was uh, you know making. Peanut butter in his bed. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, it was like, it took seven dumpsters to clean out right. that house. Yeah, it was intense. And then they smoked in it for like 50 years. That's right. So we had to put like three coats of primer and like four or five coats of paint. And, you know, but I really did a lot of work with that house. Oh, it was beautiful. After you had fixed and got all the stuff out and started to remodel it, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I loved that house. it was great. But while we were there, you know, like in the house kind of looking around and stuff, you'd walk into the laundry room and there was this really heavy feeling on you. Like your chest was being pressed on. It was like very uh, menacing. Like it was, like it was oppressive. Yeah. Very oppressive. I yeah. remember walking in the very first time I walked in there. I never said anything to you, but yeah, I remember taking, so I took all these pictures of the house because I needed to document like if he was going to damage the house. Like, mm-hmm, I had to do mm-hmm. the realtor stuff. And, and I remember walking in there and just feeling, this was really before I really had a sense of like a self-awareness to the supernatural. And I, like you said, I felt this pressure and I'm like, and I could not, I didn't say anything. And I just kind of went on with my day. And it's the first time I really said it out loud. And your house had a, had an effect on me from day one. Like when you had your 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 welcome party, when you had everything fixed up, I seriously debated on coming because I had felt that presence. In oh, the it was it was still there too. Yeah, like I was I was terrified to go back, but I still did. And luckily, oh. I never went back downstairs. I think I went back downstairs for a little bit. But not, I don't. You know, you stayed like strictly upstairs, and I didn't sure. let anybody down there. Um, my my current boss right now, she did go down there. She wanted to see like my printing press and or no, I didn't have printing yet. Uh, she went down there to go look at everything. Yeah, a cool piano. Then there was like a cool crazy piano that yeah, we left. it was a very large piano that we could not move, so we took a sledgehammer to it. That's right. Yeah, that was place was cool. Okay, so what? Tell me, tell me more about more experiences in the house or. Or even outside the house, other things that you've experienced. So once we got it clean, you know, we're painting. My brother comes over. I love my brother. Um, And I'm showing the house and, you know, because I'm weird. I'm like, hey, come fill this basement. Like, you need to come see. And he's just like, And then we walk back upstairs and we're talking. And the front door opened. I didn't know that. And my ex-husband at the time was like, turned around while he was painting. He's like, did you come through that door? And I was like, no, we were downstairs. That door opened on its own, and it's a real heavy, like, front door, and there was no wind. So there was that. Um, I had a closet door open on me once, uh, one of my episodes that I was recording, and then that's when some really shady stuff happened while I was recording. Like, I had to do it three times because, uh, yeah, someone was not very happy about me talking about the house. Um, And then my my sister came over, and I showed her, and I was like, you got to see the basement. Oh, my gosh, because, you know, I was fascinated i was like this is so cool so bad of me to think that (laughs) 
So she's standing in the li- in the laundry room, and I'm like, "Do you feel it? Do you feel it?" And I'm standing behind her. She's in front of the washers, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "Ow!" And I'm like, "What?" And so she lifts up the back of her shirt, and there's this giant scratch on Get her back. Fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And it was like welting up, so you knew it wasn't old or anything. And she's like, "Something bit me," and I was like. There's no bugs down here. I was that. That's that's intense. I was literally right behind her. Like I was the one that did the scratch, but I didn't. And still to this day, she's in denial about it. I wish, (laughs) I wish I still had the picture, but I don't. Uh, Yeah, that that sucked. And then um, the kids would cry that the cabinets would open in one of their rooms, so we taped them shut. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes my kitchen cabinets would open. And then, like, I when I did screen print, I was downstairs in the basement in the laundry room, of course. And that heavy feeling was always there. I felt like I was always being watched, even while I'm printing shirts. And I'm just like, this sucks. One night, I was, like, it felt like it was so close to touching me. Like, I ran up the stairs like a little kid. And my dog at the time, she wouldn't go past the threshold and I try to get her, and you could tell she's anxious and she's scared, and she would not go near the corner of the crawl space. And so, you know, at that time, that was the time when I got really scared, ran upstairs. I was like, I need to call my aunt, but I was too petrified. God. And then, so we did, and on the phone, she's on speakerphone, I grab my Bible, and we pray together. And then, of course, I prayed over my dog, and then she'd start going into the laundry room. Weird. Yeah, so it quieted down. But it was really silent. Like, it didn't make itself known for a while. Because, you know, I did take authority back over my house. Right. But it, I don't know. Like, you know, usually, like, the outside demons are really loud. They're the ones that, like, open cabinets and, like, try to scare you. Yeah. It's like, there was a really quiet one. My aunt actually said it was a demon of hate. So, I do want to go back to when you were cleaning the house, especially with that guy downstairs. We go back into the con conjuration of manifesting ghosts or spirits of the dead for the purpose of deviation which is necromancy and so you could have uh he could have been casting a spell or something downstairs which then you took a form or charm sort of speak from his room and since you disturbed it then it could have woken the spirits that he was then causing. That's what, honestly, and I had put that in the notes, that I wondered if he had obtained or left behind a cursed object. I mean, I didn't see anything. It could have been like... I mean, it could have been like literally a toothpick or or something. Or the VHS video of bodacious boobs. Well, going back to the serious level, (laughs) (laughs) there was this video that Hunter sent us probably about... It was all the way back when paving was still happening last year. And this lady was being, uh, she thought she was being possess- or haunted by spirits. And she would go out to her garage and she would find a box. And inside the box, there would be a certain kind of charm. And when she threw it out, then more things was happening within the garage. And she could never explain it. She kept calling. It was the shed. Yeah. It was the a shed. shed. And there was, yeah, she like. She kept on finding new things. Things were being moved around. Um, they called the uh, the previous owners, and they're like, yeah, how'd you know this one person was still there? She's like, well, it was written down on a piece of paper. Like, don't meet Joe or some shit. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was a, a wild one, video. dude. Yeah, that, that and that, that's up. what I'm believing. It's like is. a 15-minute video. Exactly. This, this person that was then downstairs, the uh, the brother, he could have had such a uh, 
such a presence within the house that him leaving it disturbed what the energy levels within the house. Oh, I totally believe it because, you know, we were throwing shit out and he, did, he didn't take anything really with him like very minimal stuff oh no right? when we got in the house when we obtained the keys like he still had a warm cigarette and a cold beer on the table like he literally jumped the fence but i did like pack all his stuff for him as like you know you know hey like you still need your stuff i mean he finally got it but it took a long time yeah i i i truly believe and this is purely speculation but he left something behind maybe unknowing but him and it could have been him or it could have been heirloom. another brother there were three well there were technically four of them um you know lots of fist fights there's so much negative energy like even without disturbing everything so i don't really know and that's you know we, we may never know because it could have been like you said a demon of hate could there have been was a poltergeist. Could have been just a manifestation of energy. I don't know. There was definitely a demon. I saw it. Like, oh well, there <laughs> there are four, five forms of demons and how they appear. You have the angelic one, who is a being of beauty that will manipulate the person to commit something that is sinful or out of the ordinary. You also have the horrific, evil-looking one. Some people claim that. They have seen demons that are incredible, incredibly hideous to look at. I believe demons do do this for a scare effect. They know what we fear, and this is not their true appearance. And then the black mist, black fog, black shadow, and black smoke demon. Then you have another evil-looking one, and uh, let me guess—is that the nameless one? Yes. So. The, the, the Enfield there, poltergeist? No, there are the last forms episode. of different demons that can manipulate people. It just matters which one you see. You see? The shadow one. <gasps> yeah. So uh, my youngest woke me up, or he was screaming. You know, after he went to bed, I was still up. And, and he's like, screaming. And I'm like, what? And he's like, there's a demon in my room. And I'm like... Out of all the things that he said, he could have said monster or anything. He literally said demon. And I said, what's going on? He's like, it's scratching my headboard. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's just, like, really scratching just to, like, scare him or something. And I turn on the light, and I was like, okay, well, you know, the best way to, like, deal with this is, like, let's pray. Like, that's the only thing that will get rid of demons. And I'm sitting there kind of, like, talking to him, and I was kind of, like, to the corner of the door, and I saw the shadow in the corner and I turned and it didn't like fully disappear right away, but it was like super dark with like white eyes. Yeah. And I was just like, at that point I got pissed. I was like, Whoa. you get the fuck out of here. But I think that little, it still like kind of follows. Like even my basement when for my new house, you know, it's fine. Yeah, like yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Uh-uh. Creep factor again. Seriously. Yeah, but it's oh, it's no. not attached to me. It's attached to my kids. So he has to like your youngest. Yeah, he's the one that actually has to like get rid of it. So yeah. Well, before we dive even deeper into these stories, let let's let our listeners know what demons are. Demons are a spiritual being who were never people. So someone like Hunter, no matter how many sins he does in one day, he can never be a demon. Thanks, thanks, Adrian. But sad day. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> They're the seducers of people and our enemies because, according to legend, they were the angels who didn't want God to create us in the first place. Demons can possess a person's soul and cause all sorts of havoc. These creatures are very strong. Unlike human spirits, they don't mind showing it. They're, 
there have been cases where people have been thrown through the air and even attacked. Apparently, their ma- main goal is to break down a person's free will in order to make way for possession. They have hatred for mankind that dates back to the days of God and Lucifer. They, will li- they have lived for millennia and will be here long after we are gone. All so right. there, there you go. There, there's wow. the demon that your kid may have been facing, and I feel like the scratches on the headboards could be one of the ways he's trying to break. They're trying to break his will. Yes. Oh yeah, no, he had that kid terrified. I mean, he still like has these moments where he's terrified. So, <clears throat> I, I need the clarification. Were there like physical scratches on the headboard, or was it just the scratching like noise? Just the scratching noise, because I I made sure to inspect that. And then you saw the shadow figure in the corner with the yeah. white eyes. That's yeah. what's interesting. It's almost like he mocked you. He literally like, did. He knew you wouldn't. He wanted you to. He see He wouldn't him. break you. He didn't think. He didn't think. No, he'd break I you, was... But he wanted you to see who was trying to take your kid. Oh yeah, totally. I... That's that's what's unique about this thing is that a lot of times you don't. The parents, the people, the observers never actually see the entity that is oppressing. The individual, the child in this case, but you got a glimpse of him, and that's what's actually really fucking unique about this. Well, it's because I was the strongest one in the household. Like, I was the authority figure, and you know, that was also its way of trying to break me down, yep. but like, uh uh-uh. uh. Was there anything else that happened throughout, like, with any more demonic encounters, more isolated this incident, or was that kind of the most catalytic one? Yeah, that was mostly it. There was just a lot of weird noises and like things kind of like opening up and everything. And Any then weird th- smells? No smells, um, but it was just more of like a creepy feeling that you get. Like, you know when someone's glaring at you. Like, you know, and that's that's what it felt like. Did you ever do anything to like try and get rid of? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was actually something really cool. Like when we were cleaning the house, one of my friend's mom's. She can see spirits, and we were just sitting outside talking, and she goes, oh, honey, you're inhabited. She's like, there's three of them. She's like, one of them's a really angry old man. I was going to say, it sounded like you have Bill Watkins in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Bill! (laughs) Okay, so there's three. I guess so. Apparently. Um, So she gave me some, like, rocks and stuff to, like, plant in my corners of the house, because she's what she calls a, a hedge witch. Like so. Yeah, we're familiar. Yeah, so so she gave me that, and she gave me a nice Celtic cross. So that was there. Um, my aunt is like that woman has like the closest relationship to God that I've ever met. Like, <laughs> literally prayed for forty years to speak in tongues, and she got it one day. So she would she you know bless the house. I had to be there because it was my house. Um, on times that shit was happening when there was no one there like I literally had to take control back of my life um whether it's like spirits demons poltergeist whatever like if you're vulnerable they're gonna mess with you more so you have to take authority back so I'd take my bible and I'd go up and down all the doorways and the windows while saying a prayer and I mean it quieted down but like never like fully went away no Interesting. It was like a freaking cockroach. That's what scares me so much about like demonic uh, power, possession, whatever, is no matter what you do, I don't know if you can fully ever get rid of it. It's a very strong power. I mean, I know your faith is very, very strong, and and for them to still find their its way in and continue to to oppress, it just scares the shit out of me. Like of all things, boys and and ladies, 
I am super scared of demons. Well, I think you could bring up a good point on getting rid of things, and it goes back to uh, <clears throat> a couple episodes ago. We were, I was talking about that show that's um, Discovery Plus or Hazard some bullshit, I don't know, uh, where the guy literally goes around and finds the cursed objects. And as soon as they remove those objects from the house or the area, it's like, poof, magically, nothing happens anymore. So it is interesting, and it's I'm glad you brought that up as well. Uh, I mean, if the dude is locking himself in a room all day long, and he's just a weird, creepy dude to begin with, w- were there like carpets in the room, or was it just like a concrete slab? Oh, it was ca- uh, carpets. Like, uh... like was there like a pentagram underneath the carpet or something? No, because <laughs> we had the carpet replaced, um, and there was nothing of it. I don't know. I mean, he was locking himself in the room. That's what's probably. so fucking weird. Is he locked himself probably in jerking and off out. like all freaking day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that. But why do you need to lock both <laughs> ways? Adrian just finally got it. I'm <laughs> so sorry that you had to clean up all those towels. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was. It was, that was disgusting. Fun. Well, it's it's interesting too because, um, when I met Becca, they were at a house in Aurora, and um, it was an older home, uh. I had never been down in the basement until they finally moved out of that house. And that basement was fucking creepy. Everything on the house felt totally fine, totally normal. It's the same feeling that you're talking about. The second you walk down those stairs, instantly you get this like, I need to get the fuck out. And same thing. I mean, there's drawings on all the walls. There's pentagrams. There's all sorts of shit. And the wildest part is her brother and sister-in-law were living down there. Ugh. How do you do that? Like, I, I couldn't even be down there for more than 10, 15 minutes moving some shit out. Some people are just oblivious. They just, they just don't pay attention to shit. Sometimes I wish I could be like that because, man, that was, it was eerie feeling. Oh, your so basement. I totally understand how you're feeling when you're down in your basement and working in the screen, ro- screen room, the laundry room, and whatnot. Your basement scares the shit out of me, Chase. Oh, my basement's fucked up, too. Basement's real I think everybody's up. basement has some sort of, like, weirdness going on. I just wonder, another thing, too, with, like, basements, if it's just the childhood fear that never actually leaves you. I didn't have that as a kid. No? No, my parents' basement was, like, where we lived. Like, it was really, it was really nice. Yeah. I mean, some places in the world, I mean, in America at least, there's no basements. So it's weird. I know we have that that stereotype of the basement being creepy and whatnot, but... I mean, if it's if it's haunted, it's haunted. I, I I think that's where your oppression began. Was there anything else notable that happened in the house that, like any ghost orbs or anything like that? We have a we have a question on our list to talk about. No, your, that was pretty much orbs. like. I mean, there's like little stories, but like that's the gist of it. Okay. Okay. Nice. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of experience. So this was all just in the one house, and then. Some of it followed in the new house with your son. Yeah. But pretty much all of this was in this old house. Just this house. It was it was creepy. It was almost like it made everybody kind of like angry too. I called it the Amityville Horror House. <laughs> it kind of like. Adrian loves that. Yeah. 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 No, it was like. It's a load of shit. No, it's not. <laughs> the, the Amityville case is a load of shit. And it's been proven otherwise. But the murders that happened there, I could. I could see a guy acting Calm. like he's possessed. Turn, no. turn down the mains. Yeah, down. Guy. Simmer down. Mr. Muscle Man over here. Yeah, God damn. What? You rolled your sleeves up. You're like yeah, a little muscle man. Oh, no, it's freaking hot. Yeah. <laughs> hot. It's freaking hot in here. I put I know, you in the hot gets, seat, boy. It gets warm in here. Okay, so thank you for talking about the haunted house because I've been dying to talk about that. I wanted to hear really quick before we move on. Boys, what do you think about the haunted house? I, I want you to come up with like a cool name for your creepy house. Like... I feel like we need like a cool tag for it. 
Maybe we'll come back to that. Okay. It, it's weird. And trust me, if I was experiencing experiencing it and it was my kid that was telling me there's scratches and then I noticed a shadow figure, I would be petrified. Mind you not. But there is a lot of evidence and I can't remember this amazing lady that went on and had a TED talk about hauntings inside houses. But she said many times within these houses, there's a carbon monoxide happening in these older houses that is making people that live there start hearing noises as well as hallucinating, seeing features. And I could see a house that is so torn down having higher levels of carbon monoxide. And now it's affecting your kid as well as people within the house that oh, then get just a, got a bad look. So, so you just yeah. thought that we were high the whole time? <laughs> tell them. It, you very, tell them, Mindor. You tell them. It's very possible. Or it, it could also be energy levels. No. And, and I think part of this guy that left the house, some of his energy levels were left inside that house. He had such an attachment to it. I don't disagree. And I think instead of a demon, we are now facing someone's energy that is facing negative towards leaving. You took an energy shit in that house? It's a demon. It's a demon. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's just the demon. large fields of uranium that are built, uh, that all those homes are built on. That that would be the question. I guess question. this is why I have brain damage, <laughs> yeah, guys. You're like, just radioactive. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's why I'm seeing shit. Yeah. So Although- <laughs> going back to uh, kind of the demon that you saw, this is also something that Will didn't talk about on his episode, but he had experienced in one of the... Um, I get. I don't know. Was it an apartment or condo? His aunt's house. No, when he oh. was living over there and. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Of Kipling. He was telling us stories about the same thing where he would wake up around one three o'clock in the morning once or twice and there was a tall black figure, literally having to, like, shrink down and put an arm underneath the top of the doorway to get into the doorway, and like he could see this this black figure walking into his room. Slender man. It, yeah, I Top mean, hat, man. it was just, it's interesting, the parallels. Well, the, the new meta-analysis that was taken in Netherlands suggests that this is the frightening phenomenon that may be more common than previously thought. It is sleep paralysis, and it's, they have one exact... Is it they, the incubus? Yes. I'm pretty sure it's incubus. There, it goes incubus and succubus. One is towards the male, and then the other one's with the female. And they're saying this is what is making people believe in demons. It's just they're getting caught between the two sleep cycles. When it's at night, like Will's. So you're saying that I was high? <laughs> no, I'm not saying you. I was <laughs> like, not able to by a, sleep? By a sex demon. <laughs> sex demons. Whips. I don't know. Chains Were you whips. high and not able to sleep? Uh no. No. I mean, yes. She's not to think about like, it. Like, yes to the beginning and no to the No end. to the latter. Yeah, like. But apparently to Adrian, I was just high. Yeah, and, apparently. Like, lucid that's dreaming. His, that's his scientific explanation to everything. She just got high and just hallucinated the, on the energy. Well, I mean, there's, there's many cases where they go and they look at people's houses that they believe is completely haunted, right? People that have lived there and they can't stay there anymore. And they, they do radon tests and they do many other forms of tests to see what's happening. And it's a very common occurrence that people do believe that they're having hauntings instead of natural effects happening. 
Forest Natural. Death Phenomenon. But okay. could could this house be separated than the other ones? Yes, it can be. And if you're having five different people all see different or the same thing, then it's hard to explain that one person that lives there every day and then someone comes in and sees the same thing, scratches happen. That that's what I can't explain. I can't explain scratching unless you know you you got really high and you just scratch them and you're like, oh my bad, <laughs> No no no, I was totally sober at that point. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I can't explain the scratches. No, and, and it, you know it's honestly it's a great point because there are a lot of people out there that there are some explanations, scientific explanations for things that could solve those problems, uh, and it's things that you would never think about. You know, like. I'm looking for a home right now, and I could tell you right now that it's not like the first thing I'm going to do is go into a house and like, oh, I think I can smell carbon monoxide. No, and be like, wow, that drywall's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's things your brain isn't triggered to think about when you're really exp- having these experiences. But you also do have these experiences where I, I believe that you saw something. I believe. I believe. I believe. We Thank believe. I, I believe completely. I know what I, I saw. You do, Adrian. I know. That, that you saw something. I just don't know <laughs> what it was. <laughs> yeah. Carbon dioxide. You're high. Exactly. Math. I, I could only hope that with all those Playboy magazines, you saw something good. You that's saw for sure. a good centerfold. Come or the VCRs? Through. I have the Madonna Playboy. <sighs> Should have brought it. <laughs> Nobody told me to bring porn. Didn't know. I didn't know this was. I mean, I thought it was open invitation. You're on the guest of the podcast. Bring porn. <laughs> I will never say no to porn. porn. So for future guests, bring porn. Bring porn. Lots of porn. porn. Let's cut that. <laughs> no. Oh, All right, moving on. You so, animals. I, I we've kind of discussed this in depth already, but it sounds like you've done a lot of research on the demon side of things. What is your theory behind angels and demons? And do you come from a, a religious background? Okay, so I was raised Christian. And, you know, in my teenagehood, I wanted, I was like, oh, I want to become a Wicca. Or, like, I, I was questioning it and dabbling. I had literally the satanic Bible under my bed because I didn't want my parents to see it. Which, my aunt went to go take a nap in there. And she's like, I can't. There's so much evil in that room. And I was like, Oh, I wonder why. Oh shit. Um, but you know, as I grew up, like I'm I'm totally a Christian because like honestly, like I was always there, but not like that house really made my faith strong. Like, let me just say. Um, but like my theory behind angels and demons, like, it's not really a theory, like spiritual warfare is real. And a lot of people don't believe that, which is fine. Go ahead and you know, it's your life, you're whatever. Um, but the best way I can like describe it is there's this book, it's fiction, but it's really kind of like nonfiction, uh, called This Present Darkness. And one scene I can remember is um, the pre- the pastor's wife was basically getting chased by a crackhead at 7-Eleven and she couldn't start the car. And in the story, it's because there was a demon on top of the hood. And so she's like prayed for some help. And then in comes like this badass warrior a- angel that like started the car and kicked the demon's ass. So like that's the best way to put it. Like there's a bunch of shit like that going on that we have no idea. Well, sure. that that's a great point that you bring up because anyone that's religious in the Christian or Catholic field, you you have to believe in angels and demons. That's exactly what their faith is believed on, and you have to imagine that these fights are happening daily. 
uh, everyone's body is going through sins every single day, and people have to see their sins and then tell Jesus that he's okay. It's not to bring this back, because I know we talked a lot about it in the first couple episodes, but Supernatural, they did a great fucking job did. in that show. They really did. Salt I, everything. Well, Salt everything. Salt and burn. Yes. Burn it I, all. I remember one of the last episodes that I watched with Becca, um, Sam, I think, was like being possessed by a demon, and there was like a demon chick in there. Ruby? And, yes. Ruby. Yep. And then they're like, um, what's the other guy's name? Dean? Dean, yes. <laughs> wow. wow. To like That's one of the, a Patreon. She's one of the, right there. Holy shit. She's one of the biggest Supernatural fans. Actually, you started watching it, and we used to talk mm-hmm. about it when he'd come in. He's like, I oh, my God, this episode. And I was so like, good. right? Well, I love it. I remember Dean comes in, and he's like, don't make me call down the angel. And then all of a sudden, like, the room starts shaking and shit, and, like, the Dean was like, oh, I'm fucking out. <laughs> it's I a good love show. Castiel. Castiel is great. I well, okay. from the pizza guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that w- that was really cool to hear about your, um, you know, wh- where you come from and the things. I didn't know that about the the satanic stuff. That's that's interesting. Good for you. Oh, you, you thanks. Know? Yeah, no. Just dabbled in in the demonic stuff. Yeah, I feel like that was a thing of the '90s, though. It to totally be fair. was. Like, I just question it. Like, I mean, I just I want to know. Like, knowledge is like power. Yeah. So experience it all. You know, I've heard a lot of '90s babies that are the, like. I shouldn't say babies, the 90s, you know, teen era or whatever. They all had that kind of, fuck everything, I'm going to go satanic. I mean, <laughs> I was a total maggot in high school, so I was, like, wearing trip pants and always wore the stupid Slipknot hoodie and had a Slipknot shirt on every single day. I mean, to be fair, Slipknot was good until late, later years. Okay, so let's let's move on to the next question. So I'm looking at our list of awesome questions here, and one that I didn't really know shit about. Apparently, there's a story with your sister and your brother. More so my brother, honestly. I got to know what this is because I didn't know anything about this. So um, my grandmother ended up getting a stroke and then getting another one like shortly after it. And she was never the same. Like she wasn't my grandma. And of course that happens. But we all know that a demon inhabited her body at that. Like so she was no longer there. And because my grandma had such a strong connection, I actually stayed away. I couldn't handle it. But she has a strong connection with me, my brother, and my dad. Um, my brother was like, he was the one that it attached itself to when my grandmother passed. And it was in his room. And it, like, we've done everything. Like, my best friend, she, you know, she's a pagan. She salted the room and everything. I prayed over it. My aunt prayed over it. This thing would not freaking go away. And he actually just shared with me, and I didn't know this was happening. Um, one day, my mom was gone, and he was pretty much attacked. Like, And he's like, nobody ever believes me. I totally do. But like, the house started shaking. Um, one of the dogs actually got a scratch on her nose. And like, a bunch of chaos. And like, of course, it's just a loaf of bread, but it was literally sliced down the middle. Like, hmm. there's no explanation of why it got sliced. Like, it was probably just like, fuck this, fuck this bread. <laughs> you know what? I want a sandwich. I want wheat. <laughs> the body of Christ, fuck you. 
Oh, that's actually you breaking point. bread See? over the encounter. See, I'm smart. Uh, <laughs> I'm educated. I'm going to say that guy. was a one-off. That's I'm a knee say slapper. One-off. I'm saying that. Fuck <laughs> you, buddy. The look of disgrace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drink your beers, bitches. I'm out. <laughs> I should probably open another one. Do you need another one? I'm on it. <laughs> okay, so interesting. That's... Uh, Odd that a demon just said fuck, fuck, fuck bread, fuck bread. Okay, interesting. Like apparently, fuck the dog too. Poor that is thing. weird. Yeah. Well, well, I could see the dog though because we talked about this too with kids. Mm-hmm. They have a different level of sensory, and oh, yeah. so I, I would almost guarantee that the dog was trying to protect your brother. Oh yeah, and she's a German Shepherd too. Yeah. So like, though they're very tough. Yeah, and I definitely believe animals can feel energy ten times better than we can. So if something evil was there, I could see the dog going crazy, the demon not liking it, or spirit, whatever it was, not liking it, and then trying to get the dog to shut up. Mm. So after that occurrence with your brother, right, correct, Mm -hmm. um, did anything change with them? Was there anything abnormal? I mean... No personality changes or anything, but, like, my brother was, like, literally fighting for his life. Like, it was trying to break it down, like, or break him down, like you guys had said. Um, But my brother wouldn't let it happen, and I guess, I don't remember how he said he got rid of it, but he got rid of it. Like, but he still won't go down in that basement. He still won't to this day. Ugh. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Square footage just... Not making it. This last. is why you buy a ranch style home. The basement. No basement. That's what ranches usually have is basement. Yeah. Okay, well fuck me, buy okay? Well fuck me. It's like the buy a house with homes. no goddamn basement, okay? Fuck you both. I'll say it a thousand I'll say <laughs> wow. it again. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. That's fine. <laughs> I say it a thousand times. Your basement's the worst, Chase. Okay. The mimic. We're going to generate the mimic. No, okay. It's, mimic, well, I want you to come out Monday night. Let I me explain. explain. Since we are talking about personal experiences here, and Hunter has brought up my basement several times, I live in the Green Mountain area myself. And <clears throat> it is the Hutchinson-style home where it's a tri-level. And when you go down in the basement, you can look to your left, and there's a really big open area. Um, there's my dad's den which is just a little spare room. But if you go to the right, you can either go to the garage, you can go to um, the little utility thing underneath the stairs, or you could take this really creepy-ass dark hallway. This portal to fucking hell. <laughs> that has all of the uh, like utilities in it and then a bathroom. And it's always been a very uneasy feeling down there. Uh, whenever I was a kid, like I always had all my consoles and stuff down there. I was playing games. And you always had the feeling that you were being watched down there. Always. And especially when a lot of this was attributed to some of the scary games I played as a kid, I literally couldn't even play those unless my dad was down there with me because the feeling was so overwhelming down there. I I couldn't even like, I couldn't even go down there. And this is kind of where I've had some of that mimic activity that Hunter always talks about. And so once or twice, um, my mom has heard my voice come from the basement when I'm, I've left the house. And I've also heard uh, a voice down there as well. Whose and, voice? I don't know. It was just it was just a voice. That Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Oh, so God. that's that's what I mean by you know the, those style homes <laughs> have very weird hallways, very weird uh, layouts. The homes that's just uneasy, 
I, I've always attributed them just to gremlin living in my house. But uh, uh, Mimics are demons. So, okay. <sighs> you had a question. I don't know if Adrian actually got the information on this or not, but your question was, what's the difference between a ghost and demon? Or is there a difference? Well, a ghost could be someone that lived on Earth. Yeah, it's a human. Demons it could be human have never lived on Earth. They're inhuman. Look at that. But I think a mimic... And it How could about be you pay attention to my facts? I, you know, sometimes you have so many facts, and it's so scientific, I just, like, zone out. There was that series <laughs> on Netflix that there was a mimic, and it was true stories. Um, what the hell was it called? It was like... Oh, I need to remember it. But they they do an episode where a lady in a house, a bunch of kids are like, you know, 20-somethings are living together, and the mimic comes out from the basement and actually manifests one of the people and then breaks down into this, like, what the fuck? Anamorphic creature, and it's just terrifying, but it's trying to lure it in to to eat it, basically. (gasps) And that show that I always want you to watch, but you never freaking watch it, I told you a thousand times, now I'm putting you on blast publicly, is called Haunted. It's on Netflix. I won't watch it. It's true stories of people seeing shit, and there's a there's a mimic one. Will you please, for the love of the podcast, will you fucking watch it? I've been trying to make watch you do this for years. Even Adrian won't watch it. It's true stories. The skeptic. Adrian, watch oh, it. True stories. Oh, okay. you would watch it then. Watch it. You you big, you big. Pussy. I think he just triple dog dared you. Triple dog I think dared he you. Triple dog dared you. And I triple dog dared you both. It on me. <laughs> you both need to watch this shit. I made Felicia watch it that one night when when we were hanging out with Zach and them, and 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 Dom went home, and I was like, "Okay, I'll watch this real quick. I want to show Felicia that creepy shit," and she freaked the fuck out. You yeah, watch that's it. exactly why I can't watch it. You want me to be able to sleep at night? You watch don't sleep either way. We all know your your dreams. Oh fuck you, my dreams. Malarkey. That'll be a, that. That is a whole series of episodes on that one. No. Your dreams come from consuming alcohol and having bad sleep patterns. <laughs> Too many Red Bull. Because drinks. you go to bed like super early. <laughs> <laughs> she calls you out. See, you <laughs> could tell. <laughs> you could tell that she is a follower of this show. Yes. It's much appreciated. It's a good sleep pattern. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I'm trying to do it too. Like, yeah. I'm trying to be in bed by ten, but that doesn't happen. Adulting's hard. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard. All right. Well, wow, that was a lot of experiences. That's a lot of cool experiences as well. I mean, it's not fun. I no. know it's not fun. It's cool for me to <laughs> I hear. I know we laugh about it, but it's it's serious shit. It actually drains you. Like when you're doing spiritual warfare, like I am physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. It it's rough. So I agree. The last thing that I want to go over is we have had a couple people reach out to us. Um, they're not exactly the same issues, but I think in general the paranormal issue itself affects people. Do you have any words of wisdom or advice for anyone out there that's dealing with some sort of entity in their life that's causing them harm or discomfort, I guess, for lack of a better word? Well, I mean, I don't want to sound like a nutter and like a total Jesus freak, but... say Say your piece. Yeah, so like, honestly, like, if that happens, like, you literally need to stop being vulnerable and giving it authority, like, you have to take over that house, you're not welcomed here, like, and, you know, pray, like, and you have to literally believe it, because, I mean, it does work, it gets rid of it, but, I I mean, with my house, I don't know what the hell is wrong with it, but seriously, like, I, even to this day, like, I'm dealing with spiritual warfare, it never ends, but I pray, and bye-bye. Good for you. That's great advice. Clean your sins. 
Yes. Cleanse your sins. Repent. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hail Satan. <laughs> wow. 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 Roger and I are like really uncomfortable now. Blasphemy. <laughs> Burn him. Burn him at the stake. I mean, I listen to some pretty bad metal. You so. do. I do. King Diamond is I, I literally have King Diamond yeah. tattooed on he's my terrifying. arm. No, he's not. He is an amazing I mean, storyteller. He is. But his, I mean, like appearance wise, you don't know anything about him. He did like, it as Jesus. a joke. Oh, it's cool though. I know it it's is amazing. cool. It is cool. I I sit in my bathroom at night and I do King Diamond makeup and nobody knows. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, hey, you know I was what? Like, honestly, now everybody knows. <laughs> honestly, in today's social media, you probably could. I mean, and you'd get a shit ton of views. I'm going to do it eventually. All right. Social media. We'll wait it's for at. it. We'll hold you to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, if you loved this episode on Mender's nice little experiences, I'd call him nice. <laughs> the uh, the interesting fucking guy and exhausting experiences. Please go give our Instagram a check. We're going to be throwing up some of her YouTube videos that where she explains what's happening. You can also see some of the stuff that's out there. We had the ghost door picture. Yes. So if you want to see some natural stuff that Minder took, we will get that out on our Instagram. If you want to hear the uncut version of this episode, please go give our Patreon a look. And any other links you want to find, it's all on Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory. If you guys want to reach out and you have some of the same experiences that Bender had, please reach over to us at Gmail, uh, Stuck in This Purgatory at Gmail.com. <laughs> and if you guys are loving it, please give us a review on Spotify and keep staying scary. Ooh, that was new. So I also want to give a big shout out to all the uh, people who do reach out to us. Um, right For right now, we've got Oscar. He's been obviously correcting us on a lot of things. So thank you, Oscar. Uh, we glad, we're glad you enjoyed the show. Fair or I dink him, right, Oscar? Vegemite, <laughs> <laughs> Vegemite, Vegemite. S. Kelly 669 reaching out to us as well. Of course, one of our major fans and... Uh, I would say at this rate, almost a close friend. Would you? Would you say? Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. talk to him almost every day. Good old Jedi Joe. We love you, Joe. And then the last shout out we got is Hannah. Thank you guys. It's, uh, it's glad for us to know that we have people out there that actually give a shit about what we do. I know I say that a lot, but it, we truly do mean it. It's amazing, uh, and it, it feels like what we do actually matters to you guys. So thank you. Although I know at some point I'm never going to become an incubus or a succubus, so that's a sad day. I guess I'll still live with the fact that I'll never be a demon. But I love you guys. Okay, okay, as tradition with our guests, uh, thank you, Miss Minder, for being here today. We appreciate you so much. Please, I'm going to put you on the spot, leave us with a word of advice, a fun fact, something you want to say to the guests, to, to the other, excuse me, listeners. Just give us a little nugget. Smoke weed every day. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Anthony. (laughs) Amazing, guys. We appreciate you for listening to us so much. You are making our dreams come true, and we love you. And I don't know if I have a catchy thing for uh, purgatory, but, you know, just remember as you're walking through life, we're all stuck in this purgatory.